Nice. Nice intro. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Stop Questioning Everything, the official drug receipts podcast. We are the brand at the convergence of art and technology, bridging the gap between IRL and URL, covering the pillars of art and subversion, science and skepticism, and community and sport. Today, we're going to be covering a lot of community and sport. I'm your host, Arlo Eisenberg. Today is Thursday, November 10th, 2022, at least here in the States. In New Zealand, it's November 11th, 2022. This is episode number 21, and we've got a really special episode for you. The talk of the action sports industry right now is the collaboration between weekend skateboards and them skates. Uh, I have a background in rollerblading, so we get a lot of rollerblading perspective right here or on this channel. Um, but today we're going to mix it up a little bit. We have actually got the owner of Weekend Skateboards, the writer and director of the video that was released, or I should say the videos that were released on socials and on YouTube in the past week, uh, the, the source of all the commotion. So we're really looking forward to speaking with Grant uh, Yansura, who's on the show today. We're also going to recap Blading Cup, which happened last weekend. Uh, really exciting developments there. We took out the drug receipts merch. Um, we had the augmented reality. People were, their minds were blown. So we're going to get into all of that on today's podcast. Remember, if you're listening uh, to the podcast through a streaming service, remember that we're going to be showing a lot of content. We're going to be talking about a video today, and we're going to be showing uh, different video contents. We're also going to be showing a lot of footage from the Blading Cup. So we always recommend that you follow or come watch the uh, broadcast on YouTube. Um, if you can't, we will always do our best to try and paint a picture in your mind. We'll talk you through it. But the best experience is when you can see the images in the videos that we are referring to. Uh, if you're not subscribed yet, subscribe to our channel on YouTube and make sure you're following our socials at Drug Receipts on Twitter and Instagram. And the, if you want to have the best experience, also get into our Discord. Uh, we've got a Drug Receipts Discord server where our community is very active. And during all of our streams, there is supplemental content going on in the Discord server. So you can see, you know, commentary, additional images. Uh, it's just, it's a lot more fun when you follow along in Discord. With all of that said, let's bring up the team first. Why don't we do that? Where's Jesse, Trevor? Who do we have here? There's Jesse. Hey. Oh, cool. Hey. Trevor, are you on the balcony again? You can see all of the things that are going on in front of me here in the reflection of these glasses. No, last time these got such a crazy reaction. That's the, the most interested anybody's ever been in me was when I had my sunglasses on last time, so. So cool. Maybe dude. I'm on my so thing. Cool. Maybe I found my I lane. It's because we have a skateboarder on today. You're trying to impress him. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You want to be really cool. I'm the only one in the team that that uh, has a history of skateboarding. And so I know that you I'm can't feeling... wait. I know you can't wait to get him on so you can tell him that he used to be a sponsored skateboarder. <laughs> yeah, but then he might say, uh, you know, we might have to have one of those awkward conversations where I'm like, yeah, it was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, speaking of pandering, Jesse, what are you wearing there? Are you? I am Everybody's pandering make today. Our yeah, it's a shirt from Andrew. It's a skate shop over in Miami. Shout out to the Andrew team. They're rad. And it's one of my favorite designs that I own. So shout out to Andrew Skateboards. 
Very cool. Very cool. All right. So since we are all doing our tributes, uh, I think that the the table is set. Let's go ahead and bring on um, our special guest. And hopefully there'll be a lot of fanfare here with this title card. Jeez, I hope that Joel even has the title card, but let's try it. Introducing Grant Yansura. Here he comes. Yeah. Hi, Grant. Hey, right off the bat, since I feel like I just kind of fumbled my way through it, how how do you pronounce your last name? How, I, I think I was just sort of... Yeah, Yansura. Yansura or Yansura? I've been told Yansura. Like, with it kind of sounds like with an E, but spelled with an A. But, uh... Yansura, yeah, I got it. Okay, perfect. Like well, welcome. People think I'm oh. Japanese because of my last name. Uh, even Sound when I like went it. to Japan, like people thought that I was partially Japanese, but no, I think it's like Yugoslavian. It's like, yeah, I don't know the exact origins, but you got it pretty much right when you said it. You know, I don't know if it's because of your name or because you're mentioning it, but I'm guessing people also think that you probably look like you have a little bit of Japanese in you too, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, who knows? I got my parents that, uh, what is it, 21 and Me thing for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple years ago. And they mm -hmm. just like never used it. So I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> who am I? This is going to sound like BS, but I swear this happened. Actually, Selena told me this story. She's a, a drug snuggler, someone that's prominent in our community. But she has a relative who got, who did the exact same thing, got 21 and Me uh, for their entire family only to discover that they were not related, that they, this kid found out that they, they were not related oh. to their parents. Yeah. Or maybe it was their dad. Just something really dramatic, like, you know, an episode of Mari Povich, but not the kind of thing you expect when you just sort of innocently and naively get a 21 and me for your family. I mean, we'll think about like whatever, 30 plus years ago, uh, you know, an incident with the milkman, you're like, they'll never find out. Like, they're not, mm -hmm. there's no way to exactly. prove it. And then you think how the internet came along and just destroyed yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. cut to and uh, DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Cut to, we got, yeah, DNA testing like for a hundred bucks and like, you know, <laughs> same that. thing, same thing with the serial killers, right? And all these yep. murderers out there, right? DNA is just catching up to everybody. Mm. <laughs> Well, that's what we brought you on for, Grant, is to talk about the TNA. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for joining us on the show. It was great having yeah. you. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. Yeah. So, no, what really what we're on here to talk about, right, is this huge collaboration that you did with Them Skates. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my first my first time to meet you was at Blading Cup, which, as mm -hmm. we said, was just last weekend. Oh, in fact, I've seen a lot of people posting their positive COVID results from Blading Cup. It sounds like Blading Cup was actually a super spreader event. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm okay, but my girlfriend uh, in the bedroom behind us got COVID. Um, Dang, yeah. I've Have you seen that? Maybe. That's going around. Everybody's been saying oh, yeah. that they got it at, yeah, at the Blading Dude. Cup. Fucking rollerbladers gave my girlfriend COVID, God damn it. Been working. <laughs> that's, that's gratitude for you, right? You're always yeah, working you in the videos. It's a great thing, yeah. You know, it's they've been waiting a long time to seek and exact that revenge, and exactly. the perfect gotcha. time. You we know, got you. It, was, yeah. it was like, yeah. yeah, you you put your head up and you got shot. Goddamn bladers. Goddamn later. Nothing ever good. <laughs> nothing ever good came from collaborating with rollerbladers. Yeah. No. Yeah, she's doing okay. But I saw that. Uh, yeah, so many people. Uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. A little super spreader, huh? Super spreader event. Mm -hmm. 
so at the Blading Cup, we had uh, they had a video premiere, right? And they showed the clips. We saw the uh, we we saw the 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 high school parody, which was called uh, Alan Gelfand High, um, and then they also showed the skateboarding, you know, versus or skateboarding X rollerblading uh, collaboration skate video. Um, those were shown as two separate like featurettes and they've also been put up onto YouTube as two separate videos. Is that the way that these things are going to live or is there some, are they going to be ever like combined into one video at some point? Um, I, I think they'll just live separately. Um, partially is why we premiered only the skate video on the first night Thursday um, was because I was still uh, heavily in the editing bay on the skit. So I didn't finish the skit until yeah. like, you know, right up until we had to put it out. Um, but yeah, we just wanted separate releases because, you know, how things come and go so fast. We want a little bit more to put out um, over, you know, just to make the week last longer. Um, and also people's attention spans are pretty short these days. So yeah, just, just kept them separate. But um, I don't want this to come out wrong because everything that's come out has been amazing so i don't want this to sound like like i'm i'm not we can never be satisfied but is there <laughs> anything else coming out is there anything else coming out or uh, is that it or is that it those two that's sessions? pretty much it on yeah on the video side of things there's just like just photos and stuff surrounding it actually there is a, a thrasher ad that just came out um oh. i just saw a hard copy yesterday but it's a doubles photo with Alex Brosco. Brosco, I forget how to say his name. Brosco, and uh, and Andrew Constantine, one of our skaters. So it's uh, I'm pretty sure it's the first rollerblading ad ever in Thrasher. <laughs> There's no question. I mean, and that's kind of like par for the course. Like you guys, you guys just keep shattering um, barriers and old uh, breaking down old stereotypes, old rivalries. Uh, and so that's why, I, you know, if, if what I said sounded like ungrateful, don't misunderstand me no, no. with what you guys have delivered has far exceeded, right. Any expectations. So you guys are crushing it. And in fact, you know, as I've spent so much time, like not just watching these videos over and over again, but watching other people's reaction to reactions to them. I've seen a lot of the reactions in the rollerblading community. There's been a lot of great content produced around that. But I also particularly was interested in how skateboarders are responding to it. And again, it's it's been the same really uh, positive uh, reaction to it. I actually want to show a clip here if we can. Um, do we have, Joellen, the clip from, I think I'm going a little bit out of order here, but I'd like to take a look at uh, the, the clip from the Nine Club. <laughs> there you I go. Mean, they, they look dope. They look, look actually cool, dope. yeah. Like I said, leave it to Grant and Weekend to make yeah. something like this happen. I, yeah. I never thought I'd ever see this, yep. but they... Grant did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Yes. And the weekend team and every everything else. And, and everybody just, involved. Just doing the skits and then that video, like everything ties together, right? If you're following it, everything makes sense. You're like, oh, okay, that thing. Okay, the skit, the thing, the video. You know what I mean? It's right. not just some left field like this is the video collab. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's some thought. Yeah, there was a story that story yeah, kind of showed yeah. you that. 
and it was funny and also fun like fun to watch and yeah. it was a whole mm-hmm. yeah they don't make any boring videos dude no weekend no. yeah oh they're so fun to watch because they're so the spots are just insane but also the skits you're talking about too right yeah no yeah. the skateboarding the skits i mean that's what gives them such a personality mm-hmm. dude. really uh nice feedback nice sentiment um coming from you know the skateboard community have you been have you been seeing that have you been following what people have been saying yeah i've been seeing a lot of it um it's crazy and like OG skaters who I'm sure were part of, you know, the hate uh, and the height of it. I would imagine the height of it was probably, I, I don't think I was skateboarding at the time, but in the 90s, I would imagine. So <laughs> let's go ahead. Uh, let's show the, the Big Brother magazine cover. This, this was what passed for a collaboration back then, right? This was me thinking, yeah, I'm going to get into a skateboard magazine. This was their 69th issue. So it was their worst issue ever. And they wanted cover to cover. They wanted it to be the wor- all the worst stuff they could think of. So you can see the women there covered in blood with the guy doing the Benny Hanna over it. It's supposed to be the worst trick in skateboarding. And then for the worst issue, you also, it makes sense to interview a rollerblader. But not just to interview a rollerblader. The whole conceit of this thing was like crocodile hunter, but they were going to do the rollerblader hunter. Um, and so they we, we went around to different spots around LA and Dave Carney and Chris Nierko, um, or however you say his name, were dressed as crocodile hunters, and they were tackling me at different spots. And of course, I I signed up for all this. I thought it was, I thought it was fun, and I I was such a big fanboy for Big Brother at the time that I was just thrilled to be in the magazine. And honestly, I I was grateful for the opportunity to have that platform to just kind of talk about rollerblading a little bit, even though they were taking the piss, um, and there was a lot of piss taking. Uh, I still feel like the conversation with Dave Carney um, on balance was mostly interesting and I think worthwhile for, for anyone that read it. Uh, let's go ahead and show the next um, spread here. But there is no question that this was a different time and that the skateboarders were really going in hard on rollerblading. You can see that sidebar. It says gay, 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 gay. Um, and I, I don't know that you can, you probably can't read the questions there, but you know, one of those questions says like, uh, this is one of Dave's interview questions to me. It says, you know, when you're not skating in your spare time, do you like to a, uh, garden B do home decoration C, uh, figure skate D, you know, spend time with other men, you know, just, it's all about just sort of this, this homophobic kind of like, um, slander. And it, it was so effective, this campaign against rollerblading and this campaign to marginalize rollerblading and rollerbladers as being gay or something, you know, not, uh, not suitable or adequate. Um, it, 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 really, uh, it really kept the sport down or, or, or suppressed um, the, the industry for a long time, right? It helped to contribute to that. Uh, so... Fast forward from there, I mean, with that as a setup or a background, to be able to go from that to what you guys did here, um, talk to me about how this project came about. Well, it came about through uh, Kyle, who owns Braindead, and he's done collaborations with them. Uh, He's done a few. And he's a skateboarder and a rollerblader. And I would... uh, I would just meet up with him to skate in the mornings um, at like skate parks. And then 
I he like told me that he like he rollerbladed, but then I didn't I never like skated with him when he was on blades. And then uh one time we met up, it was like them dudes and him at the skate park. And he introduced me to to Alex and Darst and um I think John Julio was there as well. And then from there I went and watched their videos. Um which I feel like I don't know if people would want to admit, but when you skate with someone, uh, you're you definitely go uh, do a dive on them on YouTube afterwards to watch their parts. And then when I watched their videos, I was like, "What the fuck? These guys are literally skating the same way we're skating and the same spots." And I was stoked. It was so sick to to watch like something so similar but so foreign at the same time. And it was cool. And like they could do the craziest shit on like some spot that I thought we only new and i wouldn't even like get mad at it i was like oh i don't care that they destroyed that spot because it doesn't fucking count in our world like it doesn't uh take out our trick i guess so it was fun it was fun watching all their videos and then um just kept meeting up with them and skating uh skate parks and then we skated street spot together and then all of a sudden we're just skating a couple spots with them and i asked john one morning I, I was just like we should fucking make some like make a do a collab and i just thought it'd be something that was like just you know kind of wild obviously and i wasn't sure if it had been done or not but i guess i didn't realize how uh impactful it would be like you know i, I don't see it from um obviously I'm aware of like all the beef and stuff like that over the years, but I'm not on the receiving end of it. So I didn't realize how, uh, how long it's been built up. Cause it's not like a big deal to me on my side of things. And also like where I'm from in Florida, like it, we just skated skate parks with rollerbladers and it was like, I had friends that were rollerbladers. So pretty much just started like that just sort of gradually and then I'll and then just thought it'd be a crazy idea and then just judging by John's reaction I was like oh shit this is like actually a big deal because he was like are you serious like yeah of course I thought he would maybe say no I, I figured you guys would like you know fuck you <laughs> like hate us but yeah so that's that's kind of how it started um but yeah, when so when you were doing the the when you agreed to do a Big Brother interview, did you know that it was going I, to be like that at all, or did they like kind of trick you, or like how did no. how did you go down no. with that? Yeah, they didn't trick me at all. I mean, they said it's for the worst issue ever, for the worst issue we we want to yeah. interview a rollerblader. So I knew all of that. I but I really was a fan of Big Brother. I still am. I you know I have my magazine collection. I have this cereal box from like issue number two or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I liked what they were doing uh, sort of like psychologically and culturally. I, th I thought that it was really dangerous and provocative and interesting. Um, right. And it, it, it exemplified a lot of things that, you know, that I, I tried to do in rollerblading also with my brands, even to this day. Um, yeah. It just I, uh, happened. I saw you, you had a controversial one as well. Which one? The the tag oh. in the student stuff. Oh yeah, right. So we had the destroy all girls tag, right? Which yeah. got some controversy. We also have show uh John, let's show a couple of the the old Senate ads, speaking of back in the day and kind of a little bit of that, you know, punk rock attitude. Uh that we can show the Senate kickflip. Yeah. 
uh, which you, oh, you yeah. guys did like a, a hippie jump, right? In, yeah. in your video. I, uh, sort of similar idea. Yeah, actually, uh, we were talking about like uh, doing something like a kickflip because when we skate with them crew, it's like fucked up how many questions we ask. They must be so annoyed. <laughs> like the whole day, we're just asking questions over and over. I mean, now it's been probably like almost a year. So I think we've started to slowly run out of questions, but um, <laughs> definitely like kickflip. Has, like, has anyone tried? John showed us this ad. Um, yeah. So yeah, this was like a bit uh, inspirational for a hippie jump that was in the video. Yeah, that was pretty um, funny. I, I saw that for sure. Um, yeah. And let's put the other ad here because it's, you know, it just kind of ties into the same theme, but this was one of the first ads we ever did um, by a skateboard. And that's actually, that's a spot in, in England. Do you know that spot by chance? Is that something that skateboarders like know all about? Oh, actually, no, I don't. I don't think I do. That's where do you so, say it's in England? It's in England. And it's, mm. it's really funny and interesting because while we were at that spot, there were skateboarders there. And one of the skateboarders was Jeff Rowley. Um, no shit. And this was so long ago. Like he, you know, he was totally cool and was sort of like uh, pumping us up as we were trying to get the shot. Uh, one other interesting note I'll say about this, just from an aesthetic point of view, is uh, Angie, who was the editor of Daily Bread at the time, which was the magazine this was published in, she laid this out for us um, because she was ahead of the curve. She was learning uh, desktop publishing and, and the computer, basically the Adobe suite before anyone else. But since none of us knew what we were doing and Angie was just learning it and making it up as she went, this ad, the way it's laid out actually makes it look way older than it is. Because if you looked at, you know, skateboarding magazines of the exact same era, they would not look like this. They would look like normal professional ads. Um, that's just a silly sidebar. But the, yeah. the main point, right, is that the sentiment of buy a skateboard, which kind of, for me, had two meanings, right? It's like, on the one hand, it's like, that's what, that's sort of the, the, uh, the thing that the, the insult that people would hurl at us, you know, it's like buy a skateboard, um, if they ever saw you rollerblading, but also it's kind of like telling you like, you know, if you want to be good at rollerblading or if you want to be, you know, if you want to be uh, punk rock or countercultural, then know your roots, right? Learn, uh, don't just rollerblade, like, like buy a skateboard, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of weird ideas in there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, John gave us a bunch of daily breads um, to go through. It was so sick looking at all those. That that was our roots. But, you know, we haven't, I feel like we're doing our audience a disservice here because we're sort of talking around a bunch of stuff, but we have some footage. I'd like to, you talked about them and you guys going to the same spots, which, mm -hmm. by the way, I love, I I don't know if I, how familiar I was with the origin story of this project, but knowing that it has like, an organic beginning, right? It wasn't just some marketing guy sitting in a room and going, Hey, I think it'd be really interesting if we did a collab with a rollerblading company, like that would blow people's minds. It's like, you guys actually were going to spots skating together. And then the idea sort of was born out of that. You know, it, it, it was driven by what was happening organically. It wasn't something that was forced or calculated. So that's a, that's a nice wrinkle to it, but I have video of you guys skating the same spot. So you guys put out, um, the, the collaboration skating section. Let's play it. We'll play the uh, the number one of the skate clip.
there you go. That that's cool. So that's really, really rad. Um, what was it like editing rollerbladers? Uh, honestly, it was easier than I thought, but it, I think it's because I'd been skating with them for a while now. Um, but yeah, uh, Gregory Preston, uh, was helping me a lot with like understanding everything, but, um, he, he films like all the them dudes, but I, I, I started to get it and I w could tell like which one was the, you know, the make, I like you guys stomp the shit out of the one that's like the one, you know, and I definitely would capture like 20 different makes and not, uh, but then once I started like editing and I could kind of tell like, all right, this is the one. And I sent, I would send it to Greg and I pretty much got most of them right. There was like one where he thought someone touched on a manual, which uh, is a big deal, I guess. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it really felt the same. Like there was clips that I didn't want to throw away that I was like, oh, I really want to use this. But I was trying to keep this theme going for the most part of us like seeing a spot together or like a trick being similar in each world. So there were some tricks I like, couldn't use because I got way too much footage with, from from all the, the rollerbladers. So I had to cut shit and I was like, ah, I don't want to throw this clip away, but I have to, even though I barely know what they're doing. Uh, but yeah. Maybe it'll be an outtakes video. What's that? Maybe it'll be an outtakes video. Yeah, definitely it needs to be something because it's, it's footage that should not go to waste. It's really fucking good stuff. Like Alex filmed so much footage. It's insane uh sean darst has a bunch of other stuff um yeah it's super fun filming them trying to like i'll send them spots like trying to think of like tricks that maybe they could do and uh sometimes i got it but then sometimes i'm way out of yeah i'm, I'm way wrong but um yeah really fun filming with all of them you guys just have to go for it huh there's no like fucking you got to know if you're gonna try it or not which is pretty interesting because we can just throw our board at it for two hours pretending like we're gonna do it and make the filmer sit there the whole fucking time and they never try it but you guys gotta either fucking try it or you're not trying it and uh, yeah it's alex point. knows he's gonna do it and i've never seen someone so fucking confident um <laughs> parker fucking goes for it and he's such a wild card he was scared sometimes he hit his head probably like twice while we we're filming oh my gosh Pretty fun to film, honestly. I've, I've been filming skateboarding for so many years now, so this was definitely uh, something new. That's really cool. I noticed in the video, right, that the riders were switching. Like some of the skateboarders were putting on blades, some of the bladers were putting yeah. on skateboards. Uh, how did that happen, or what was that like? Did, did oh, guys that actually? I mean, I'm guessing some of them had experience, right? Because none of them looked like mm. they just it was their first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of them, a little bit, for sure. I think like some of the the older dudes, like, I mean, like, you know, some of us are in like our thirties. When we started skateboarding, it was kind of like you started both at first. I feel like, I think that was such a time when like video games had, I had a video game that had rollerblading, BMXing, skateboarding. I, I started around when like Tony Hawk did the 900 and I would watch the rollerblading shit on the vert stuff. So I feel like everyone was kind of interested in both. So you, probably fucked around with both in the beginning um so yeah some people definitely have like a little bit of experience but it has been probably 20 years since so uh but yeah one of our guys tom k just grinded a park rail yesterday um a little late but yeah he's on fucking blades good at it. on blades 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think he's just like one of those SoCal kids that can do literally everything he tries. Uh, but yeah, he grinded a rail like so easily. I'm fucking scared of it. But but you 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 will put on the blaze. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! I just have in my car all the time. Like today, <laughs> I actually was out skating with everyone, and I left my board at the the spot previous. Yeah. And I was seriously I had blades in my car. I was like, I'm about to no way film a line in blades. And uh, let's. I think we have something. Let's play the second video from the, the board X-Blade footage. <laughs> there you go, ripping. Yeah, ripping. <laughs> Oh, that was so sick. I got to clean that up. Fuck. So the John Julio clip was in there, and there you were shredding on your blades. Do you know what? Do you know what you did there? Do you know what the name of the? Ah, uh, yeah, was? just like a frontside, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> frontside the fakie. Actually, yeah. both both skateboarding names, so not yeah, hard to pretty pick easy. Up, right? Yeah, pretty, pretty uh, easy. that's so thick though. Uh, there's yeah, a lot of that fun. in there. The guys mixing yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah it's fun to try. I just have I have like two sets in my car, like a medium and a large, so that pretty much fits our most people can fit into them. So we just like fuck around. It wasn't like a a plan, like oh we got to storyboard this, like we have to get this trick and this trick, and like this person has to try rollerblading. I was just like we're at a spot and someone would try it on and kind of just go for it, figure out if they can do it or not. Some people, uh, like one of our. One of our younger kids was like, oh, for sure. Like I can grind a hand roll on that. It's just like, it's just your feet like that. That's easy, blah, blah, blah. He put him on and within two feet of trying to fucking roll, he ate shit on his tailbone and couldn't skate for like a couple of days. So oh, no. shit's uh, not as easy as people think in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. We're spending a lot of time talking about the actual skating, but there's no question that that really what has made this such a success is the the basically the skit that you did um and you know tied into that is kind of your vision for you know for skateboarding primarily but just kind of the way that you see things and the way that you conceive of things um in research in doing my own research for this when john first mentioned the collaboration um i started looking into weekend skateboards and you know, this is one of the things that you guys are known for is the creativity that you bring to your videos, essentially the different kinds of skits and creative takes um, that you take on skateboarding. Um, and you've you've established a reputation as being really good at it. Um, and so I kind of made you the perfect candidate to take on something like this because you didn't just put it out there as here skating. You also provided a kind of commentary on it that was really clever and well executed. So. We have uh, something that we can share. We have a, so guys, it's about a seven minute clip. Um, and I encourage all of you, you absolutely need to go onto YouTube, look up, you know, Weekend, which is WKND, X them, um, and you'll find all the videos. You'll, uh, there's the two videos that we're talking about here are Alan Gelfand High, which is the skit that we're about to show you a clip from. And the, the total, the total runtime of this skit is about seven minutes. We'll probably show you about one minute of it here. We're kind of going to show you how it ends. So spoiler alert, we're giving we're giving away the ending. And then you can also watch the skateboarding X rollerblading, uh, which is we showed the, the clip of the guys skating together. But John, let's show 
the clip from Alan Gelfand High. Oh my God. They really broke the mold when they built this squad. Can it get any more perfect? I mean, this is what you aspire to be. You want to hang out with these guys right here. It's Paul Rodriguez, AKA the Rodfather. Hey, what's up, Pete? Back to my agent. All right. See, Paul loves me. I'll introduce you guys sometime. That's pretty much it, guys. Choose your seats wisely. You don't have much skin in the game, and I don't really know where you guys fit in. Skateboarding is so pedestrian. All they care about is being cool. So true. But the bladers. Rollerbladers? up with them? We don't fuck with rollerbladers. And it looks like there's plenty of room on the bleachers, too, so. It's social suicide. I mean, they look cool to me. I'm gonna go see what's up with them. Nikolai, no. This is fuck that. Tell them how fuck this is. Amazing, amazing. So I, I didn't set it up enough or I didn't set it up properly, but I guess it was obvious to everyone, right? That the, the conceit here is that these are new guys at school that are being shown around, like sort of basically looking at all the different cliques at the school, trying to figure out where their crowd is, who they're going to hang out with. Um, and we just showed you the end, but you know, this is after going through and pointing out all the different cliques. And for skateboarders, the way that Grant put this together, right, is all the different cliques actually represent sort of different skateboard companies. And in some cases, you actually had the companies uh, participate. Um, we, it, just in that clip there, we saw P-Rod, who's a giant name in skateboarding. Uh, also, you had Heath Kirchart. I mean, some really big names in skateboarding. And for anyone following along, when you do watch this video, there's also a, a YouTube user called Safety Grab, who's a rollerblader and a skateboarder. And he did a breakdown of a video where he basically, for those of us that don't get all, you know, who don't catch all the references or all the jokes, he basically breaks it down and tells you what sort of what all the different clicks are, who the prominent skateboarders are, kind of what all the references are. And for me, that was really helpful. For instance, Alan Gelfand High is a reference to the inventor of the Ollie. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he did a great job. He got a lot of them. Honestly, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, it's a pretty thorough breakdown. It's pretty well done. Um, but so what was it like or how hard or easy was it to get all these people to sign on and basically be a part of it? Um, honestly, it was surprisingly pretty easy. I was kind of blown away because I hadn't worked with a lot of those people and they owe me nothing at all. And they're all busy people. And I would just just reached out and kind of told them what we were doing. Um, I told them that we we're doing this skit and 
that uh, basically we're kind of making fun of ourselves in skateboarders and doing a collab with rollerbladers. And I just kind of, I don't know, as quick as I could make a pitch and would just send it to all these people. And so many people were down, like pretty much everyone I asked that was of like in town was down to do it, including some really big names like P-Rod, like you said, Heath Kirchard was insane. Uh, Rick Howard, super OG. Um, and some younger people like from Baker Skateboards and, and like Nora from Welcome. Um, she actually like Ubered up from San Diego because she has a broken foot right now, so she can't drive. So like all these people were really down to be in it, which blew me away. Um, Cause like I said, they owe me nothing. They didn't have to take the time to do it, but they did. Um, and yeah, they were all, they all knew what it was about. And John Julio was kind of like, kept asking me, he's like, do they know? Like, do they know what this is for? Like, yeah, of course. He's like, and they're down? He's like, yeah, I mean, they're here, right? Like, are you sure? Like, uh, I just feel like, I don't know. Everyone just, just, I think it's time, you know? Even even people who came up in the 90s, I just realized how stupid all of it was. So, um, yeah, it was it was super fun to get them all together and be in it. And uh, yeah, it was it was hectic though, <laughs> trying to like coordinate all those people. Sure. I, I definitely think that the, the that the timing is right, you know, or was right. It's definitely a different environment. Um, it's also a huge credit uh, to you, I think. You know, as much as I'd love to say people just really love the idea of the, the skateboard rollerblading collab, I think really a lot of it probably probably can be attributed to how much faith and trust people have in your creative vision and kind of the work that you've done. You know, I, I think that probably made people eager and uh, to be a part of your next project. Um, so, again, another reason why you, you probably were really a great candidate to, to do this. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Now, one noticeable admission I've seen people I've seen people talking about was one of your team writers, Jordan Taylor, did not make it into the video. What, where was he? He's been dealing with an injury for a while, um, some like mystery hamstring injury. So he has a hippie jump in there on blades. Um, oh, but cool. yeah, he wasn't. And then we didn't really use any of the older dudes in the skit that skate for our team because it's supposed to be, you know, like. The younger kids getting shown around the school campus yeah, yeah but um yeah so he wasn't really in it he um it's funny because he's also really involved with with some rollerbladers but definitely kind of just so happens like he skates with i think his name's john is it Bellino or something yep yeah john um, Bellino. so he skates with him i've never even i don't think i've met john unless it was one of the super spreaders at um played cut but uh yeah so he's kind of on his own tip with like people he skates with and then i skate with more like alex and Darce, parker greg so uh yeah he wasn't he was he's just been hurt so he wasn't really able to skate and also danny beer who skates for them has the same injury and it was pretty tragic that the, both of them weren't really able to be involved because they're uh those two together would be fucking sick <laughs> next time next time yeah. yeah that is that is too 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 bad that's a bummer um, yeah save some for the next one for sure exactly <laughs> now 
I'm going to go the opposite direction, not looking forward to the next one, but I want to look back a little bit. We talked about, or I, I was sort of giving you a compliment there, talking about kind of the the good will that you built up in in your industry and with all the great work that you've done with your previous videos. Uh, you know, I think that people have a lot of faith and a lot of trust in your vision. But when I did my research, as I said, when I first found out about this and started looking into kind of your past or looking at what weekend was up to, um, I watched Bottleneck Sewage, which is a, a video you guys put together, which is super, super rad. Um, so I'd like to show a clip from that, just a small clip from that, just to give a taste of kind of like the, you know, the the creative vision that, that you brought to, to skateboarding. Um, is there anything, I guess I did such a shitty job of setting up the last video. Um, is there anything you want to say about, uh, bottleneck sewage before we get into it? Uh, not much. Just it was started as a small idea to just film on the LA river for like a quick intro, which turned into like a couple of months of hell filming down there and it's fucking gross. And I'd never want to go back there again, but it was fun in, in the moment, but glad I'm done with that one. <laughs> but so the video is two guys basically rowing you know oh, a little makeshift boat down the la river right yeah so it's like they basically find a, a boat at a spot that we were skating um yeah. and then they decide to get in it and then it just takes them down the la river and um it just kind of takes them on an adventure sort of just trying to weave a narrative through a skate video um which is not totally new but it's just so much shit comes out that it's just like trying to make something a little bit different to just, I don't know, make it stick out a little bit more. It It's really cool. Uh, Joanne, let's go ahead and show the, the clip that we have from Bottleneck Sewage from Weekend. so great dude it's Thank so great you. appreciate it yeah but this one was a little different with with all the cameos because i really haven't worked with all those you know those are really big names in our industry so it was pretty interesting uh and like you said p-rod was in it um i was talking to greg and telling him p-rod was going to be in it and I, it's kind of an interesting story about him and i feel like it symbolizes like how things have changed 
he told me that in your guys' world, it's pretty known. I don't know how well known that he's like turned down. He's like walked away from commercial sets that uh, there will be like a, a rollerblader cinematographer on. Um, you know, I'm sure this was like years ago, but uh, and then it's kind of interesting to see like now he was super down. He was all about it. He loved it, and then he. Uh, he just like reposted he he hard posted the whole collaboration and added them skates and i don't know pretty sick to see like how maybe this collaboration will make people see things differently hopefully yeah it is super sick you know there are people who will say who will look at a story like that and say you know f that guy what a hypocrite you know something like yeah. that but that's exactly the wrong attitude right here this is an opportunity where i mean everybody has kind of grown and matured and not just as people, but rollerblading as a sport. The truth is for a long time, P-Rod probably was kind of justified to, you know, to feel like that, right? Rollerblading wasn't refined. It didn't have a, an extensive trick vocabulary. It didn't have guys that had been doing it for a long time that had gotten really good at their craft. Um, so yeah, it's a different time now and it's okay to let people um, evolve and not to just constantly um, judge them by, you know, the, 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 their, their worst attitudes or their worst moments. I, yeah, I think so too. I, uh, John sent me a text, a screenshot. Um, he had messaged the guys from the nine club basically saying thanks. And they asked if they could get, they like, uh, they all want blades now. So he, they sent a size list and there was like, <laughs> like eight people on there. Like some people like behind the scenes over there too, that like, I know that are like, pretty big deal and i was like wait they all want rollerblades he's like yeah he's like, is that too many like i know they're pretty expensive like is that chilly he's like yeah it's fine yeah all right like, they're gonna slowly claw their way at the uh <laughs> at the hold right and just drag it down um yeah i actually was supposed to skate with uh alex and uh they were skating with other skateboarders today i was like what the fuck y'all already <laughs> moved on like <laughs> you, you got, Find your own rollerbladers. I know. It's what been the 30 fuck? years in the making, dude. Like it's, you know, you've let the cat out of the bag. I know. Um, now I got to get in line to hang out with these fucking guys. In three days. You know, it's dude, funny dude. in that, in that, uh, in that clip that we played from, uh, what was it called? From the nine club. Yeah. From the nine club. Uh, one of the dudes that was on there, and by the way, we, you know, we played, uh, a minute clip from it but those guys were talking about for a long time and just saying really rad things but one of the dudes that was on the panel said when i guess he's from uh from kansas uh because he said when we were back in in lawrence kansas or wherever it was he's like we used to skate with a pro rollerblader out there named alex brosco or alex brosco uh not even realizing obviously that alex was in the clips he was watching that alex was part of this collaboration so i thought that was just kind of no cool. way yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think Alex gave with a lot of skateboarders um, coming up. I think he might maybe had some different experiences than like, I I think the beef was pretty heavy in California from stories I was hearing. But yeah, yeah just like hearing stories at uh, Blade Cup was pretty wild as well. Like, um, did, did you realize when you... Um when you started down this pathway, when the idea was like, let's just do a collab, you know, I could see it happening pretty organically, but did you, did you realize how big of a deal this was and how, how much was, was sort of, you know, how, how much culture was kind of riding on 
this no first i day. didn't have i didn't at first but then like as we like as i was saying we we're just asking a million questions and all the stories i started hearing i was like oh shit this is like a fucking big deal so at first we were just gonna make a skate video together and i was like damn i think we got to do more like this this hasn't happened before i thought I it happened holy fuck this is really risky this could hurt I, our brand this could affect our sales this oh could, you know, no that stuff did any of that come into your mind no i don't think people really I, I wasn't too worried about that i think i think like someone that's close to me is like are like are you sure like you know this could like be like could go crazy like i don't know like i, I don't think it it anyone who's down for us like i think would be down for this and it turns out that they are and many more um and then like yeah even people on the team um like john was like is your whole team down and i was like yeah are you sure he's like of course yeah if they're if they weren't then they probably shouldn't be skating for us so uh but yeah pretty wild to hear stories that like blade cup from um just even uh, what's his name legendary skater from australia was just kind of telling us how he used to like tour with tony hawk and everything was sweet and then things sort of just changed like you know quickly but yeah i don't know sorry to go back to those stories but it's just uh, no, that's it's actually a good setup because we have one more clip that we I think we can look at here in a second before we wrap up with you. The, the skater you're talking about is Scott Crawford. And mm -hmm. we all used to do that, right? The early days of action sports, like we were doing demos with Matt Hoffman, Tony Hawk. Uh, I, I did a lot of demos with Mike Frazier back in the day and even uh, uh, Cav, Steve Caballero, when we were on, mm -hmm. we were all in the warp tour together and we would ride in it literally in a tour bus going from stop to stop and all the action sports athletes, we shared a bus. So mm -hmm. we would I'd sit in the back of the bus playing chess with uh, Frazier and Caballero, um, which I didn't know. They, they had to teach me. But so we spent a lot of time together. Uh, and Rick Thorne was on that tour. Rick Thorne's been a friend for a long time. So, yeah, just all the different sports. And then the beef kind of like the beef honestly had to evolve. It wasn't there initially. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because you, you talk about, you know, from the skateboarders perspective, right? You guys were the abusers. So it's easy for you to say, you know, we've moved on. There's no real consequence that comes with that, but for the abused. And I saw you keep talking about John's kind of perspective on this. And mm. I talked to him about it quite a bit. You always feel like there's going to be a punchline somewhere at some point, you know, that the, the, the rug's going to get pulled. Um, yeah. How could you not be skeptical? Exactly. Right. And so like, it's just like you said, yeah. like when he got the script, like he, he didn't believe that those people were going to come. Um, even for the premiere, when they had the premiere in LA before we did at the Blading Cup, he didn't want to go because he was afraid. He was afraid to see like what the reception would be. He didn't want to go yeah. and find out that people didn't like it, you know? Yeah. See, and I, to me, that's like, I, I can't, I don't understand that. But then like seeing the, like his, being a little bit reserved and like, oh, okay, it makes sense. And then like seeing like how it went down with your interview and like Big Brother and stuff, like I'm sure rollerbladers are having like this flashback, like, oh shit, like you don't, we don't want to like let our guard down again. But um, yeah, fucking imagine it was one huge setup. And then you guys <laughs> right. all COVID at fucking Blade Cup. The most, yeah, yeah the most amazing show <laughs> ever. So, Joel, let's go ahead and play this since we've got it. Uh, this is a clip from, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but talking about the beef. But this is while we were still mired in it, you know? And this is an old clip of me with 
even funnier hair than I have now and I'm wearing a hat. But uh, this is from Grant. You said when we talked at, at uh, Blading Cup, you said that you actually did research, right? You did your research. You looked into the beef. Um, yeah, my algorithm I, on YouTube is like fucking half and half now. <laughs> Giving you all, giving you all the clips now. Like a but you must be about to have a birthday party. <laughs> if you searched up skateboarding rollerblading beef, then Arlo must be filling up your feeds left, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you watch Barely Dead, right? Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. So let's. No, go ahead. Oh, I watched that one. I watched some uh, like funnier, newer one that has like millions of views on like why rollerblading died. I don't know oh, how yeah. accurate that one is or not. Um, no, it's really good, actually. That's by uh, Jimmy the Giant, right? Yeah, I don't know, actually. Sounds right. So it is. Uh, I, I, I watched, only- uh, like, uh, Greg gave me just like a laundry list of videos to watch just because I just want, um, I wanted to know, like, you know, what I was, uh, what I'm working with over here and like see some editing. And also, there's like a quick flashing of like some old beef. Um, which I just wanted to watch videos to kind of come up with a couple of references for that. And it's pretty fun watching those old videos. Um, I'm trying to think of which ones was there, is there all video called like better than better than drugs or something? Is that it? Yes. Let me yes. see. I'm going to tell you exactly what I watched because I have my list. I you, mean, you even had in your montage of the beef in your video, you had, you had a clip from that big brother session. Yeah, we're getting tackled. Tackled. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I watched. You looking at your YouTube Respect history? was really sick. Mind Game was sick. What is it? Brain Fear Gone. Yep. That one was dope. Uh, just videos from that era. I was watching a lot of them. But yeah. So let's let's show a video from that era. This is this is from part of uh, one of my rants on Barely Dead, which was a documentary about the kind of about the beef against rollerblading, the campaign against rollerblading. Um, Let's watch it. This banishment from action sports, our our exile is really has been the greatest blessing because what happened is skateboarding got so big that really it became mainstream. The cool kids at school are wearing skateboard gear. They really have become the jocks. I mean, they're the ones dating the cheerleaders. They're the, now the cheerleaders are the girls. The whole thing is switched. Alternative is the mainstream. The hottest girls at school are wearing black. So now you can't really go to school and be a skateboarder and be the outcast. You don't have that experience anymore. We are the skateboarders from 20 years ago. We're the ones that go to school with a rollerblading t-shirt or carrying your skates and you get ostracized. You get made fun of. You're the roller fag. You're the fruit booter. But at the end of the day, they will have gone through a struggle for something that they believe in and that they love. And when it all comes back around, when people do start to say, you know what, that's cool, that's impressive, and God willing, the money comes back into the sport, and they put it back on TV, we'll know that the people that are there at the top representing the sport will have paid their dues and are people that we are proud to have representing rollerblading. And one of those people up there at the end representing rollerblading was John Julio, so they that's nailed good. that. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's kind of like what you're talking about there is the line at the end of the skit is... Uh... The, the one of the girls says skateboarding is so pedestrian mm-hmm. yeah which is true like everyone fucking skates yeah. so yeah you there weren't wrong how long is having tattoos yeah <laughs> oh speaking of the girls from that video who were those girls in the video because some like analysis that i've read they they can't track them down oh so uh one of them is my girlfriend Lacey. 
Um, one of them is Aliyah Huffman, who's a graphic designer for us. And then the third one is their friend. They're, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they need to be tracked down. <laughs> Jesse just docks all the women in the video. He just docks them all. They're all going to be tracked down now. You well, know you know, you don't want the women of action sports getting forgotten. You know, that happens well, we a had, lot. So. We had a few in the skit. We had Nora. Um, we had uh, this girl, Victoria, who skits for Baker. Um, there's the pregnant cheerleader. Who is, that's Jordan Taylor's wife. That's Jordan Taylor next to her in disguise, actually, as an extra. And that's his baby. Oh, wow. in this. And so uh, we got his whole family in this kid, actually. That's awesome. And you yeah. also you also had Kay and Kayla. You had uh, yeah. female rollerbladers in there as well. Yeah, I thought I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, at, at first, it was looking like an all-boys school. And then uh, mm -hmm. we started to get some more. Uh... <laughs> I had to put a few girls in the end. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. happens. So it was, it was very cleverly put together, man. It was really like I was just cracking up because I'm sure that there's a lot of people that have, are watching it or have watched it and it's brought back so many memories, right? There's like PTSD yeah. happening all over the world right now. It doesn't matter which side of the camp you sit on or even if you're not into blading or skateboarding, you just hit so many stereotypes on the head and nailed the, the vibe of I think what so many young kids are facing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was really, really well done. Thank Grant, you. since we since we are, you know, drug receipts, you're here on this drug receipts podcast, but um, we are an NFT project, right? A part, a big component of what we do is like moving into the Web three space, kind of like the the future of communications, um, and that includes, you know, marketing and merchandising and everything else. Um, at Blading Cup, we we were showing some of our new gear that has augmented reality on it. But I'm curious, you know, you are such a visionary and you're kind of always pushing the envelope in skateboarding. Is Are you guys looking at kind of new ways of presenting, right, your vision, your art? Or are there companies even in skateboarding that you're aware of that are, that are doing stuff like that, like using augmented reality or, or moving into like the, the Web3 space? Oh, fuck. This is not my category at, at all. <laughs> if you notice, my YouTube channel isn't even named Weekend Skateboards. I'm like a... I'm like a marketing person's nightmare when it comes to oh, like no. digital marketing stuff. So I'm definitely in the wrong uh, podcast for that category. Uh, <laughs> no worries. SEO, I just found out about that. Don't even know what our website is probably <laughs> for all that. There's this thing uh, called Google. Um, uh, yeah, I've heard of Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got, you guys have, uh, where are you again in New Zealand? I'm in New Zealand, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys have the internet and everything. We Google. do. We got it last week. You got um, it I'm still trying to figure out this thing called Hotmail, but um, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm cool. Told uh, that, I'm told that all the kids are doing it. You know, so uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I know that there's definitely a world in skateboarding with NFTs and stuff. Um, Stevie Williams, I follow him, and I see he posts some NFT stuff. Um, I I'm saw his dinner. Yeah. yeah, so Stevie Williams posted a deck recently that has augmented reality, like our shirts, right? His graphic comes mm -hmm. out and starts spinning around. Yeah, so there are people doing it. It's pretty cool. Well, yeah, there's a lot of that. I'm just fucking such a boomer when it comes to that. So, um, does it pay you that there's a role? talk to you about some bullshit 90s skating or something. Uh, all, it's all, you know, we can't talk anymore. But once the uh, 
NFTs come into hand, I'm I'm lost. So maybe uh, yeah, I was talking to you and you pointed your phone at someone's shirt at Blade Cup and your phone like like recognized the shirt and started like coming alive and fucking popped out. That was crazy. Do we do we have one of those videos? I know we do. Right. Here's another example of rollerblading pushing skateboarding to the next level. Oh Oh, shit. (laughs) You're going to have to pull out a tear on on this one. <laughs> See, can we... I can say shit like that because I'm thousands of miles away. There's this massive ocean between you and me, so we're all good. <laughs> Joel, let's show the Kill Team uh, montage from the next yeah. section. Skating has been amazing. Arlo's got these sick new hats, drug receipts. If you can see, I'm pretty sure you've got this uh, cool little AR augmented reality going on on me. I love it. You guys got to check this out. And if, even if you ain't got a drug receipts NFT, you got to rep the brand. That's what you're, yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. Cool. That's cool shit. Cool. That's pretty trippy. Good shit, boys. Good shit, boys. So, yeah, we just play that so we could all compliment ourselves. Grant, uh, <laughs> hey, since we're not, you're not doing NFTs, but you mentioned your YouTube channel. It is not called Weekend. So why don't you tell us what it is so people can go there and find all these videos we've been talking about tonight? Uh, it's just Yendog with three Gs at the end. Um, Y-E-N-D-O-G-G. Uh, I don't, I just, it's been that since I was probably 15 or 16. And I just always kept it and it kind of got a following. Yendog. And I just never changed it. And then uh, it's funny. The Nine Club had me on a while back, and they just I, he kept asking me about that. Like, why don't you change it? You're an idiot. And he's right. He's definitely right. But I don't know. Just you know, being stubborn, keeping it. Well, what, what it's always been. Grant, whatever you're doing, it's working. So don't don't ever change. Just keep <laughs> doing what you're doing because we're all big fans. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I know that you've got a, a dinner that you're waiting to get to and probably a dog somewhere looking for your attention. Uh, yeah, but thank you for your time tonight. It's been really um, enlightening talking to you and love getting your perspective and love the work that you've done. So thank you so much uh, yeah. for your contributions to, you know, to action sports for all of us. Um, because oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, these walls come down, right? What's that? I said, sorry, on behalf of uh, skateboarders. <laughs> no, no worries, right? So those, those, those divisions are, are almost, they're going to start to become more and more meaningless, right? We all, we all, we are all really aligned sort of on the same ideals. We have the same values, sort of the same creative countercultural ideals. And uh, you have just moved, moved us all a step forward toward being able to advance those ideals together and not in, in conflict. Yeah, so thank it's you. so fucking similar. That's why I want to make a skate video so people can understand how similar it is. Because I don't think oh. skateboarders haven't really seen it that much of it and done in a skate video form. That's like, well, hopefully, and speaking on behalf of Arlo and, and most of the people watching this podcast right now, hopefully, you've inspired a bunch of people to try, right? And uh, yeah, investigate things a little bit deeper and, and, and get a better understanding of how close these two, you know cultures and the you know the, the way these two things can breathe and live together uh so uh big ups man 
Yeah, thank, thank you all on the show. And we're, yeah, we're so happy that we can be a, a little bit of a part of it, like right when it's all happening too. I know, uh, I know Arlo's been super excited about it. And, uh, and all of us, our Discord's been blowing up. All of the, uh, all of the old bladers have been really stoked as soon as we announced that you were coming on the show. So I know. Uh, I'm hyped that it's been such a good response. I've seen uh, just a little bit of bitter old fucks here and there, but it's kind of, you got to have that. Uh, that's on them, man. That's because they yeah. bullied their rollerbladers in their hood, you know, and they're just feeling bad about themselves. I've seen on both sides, though, a little bit. Just There is, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, there's one last image. Actually, we've got a show before we let Grant go. It's the very first image, but we've talked so much about the videos, but there is actually a collaboration here. There are skates and skateboards and a whole line of product that you can buy that supports this collaboration. And it's, it, I mean, it's just cool stuff, right? It's the, the coolest brand in skateboarding and the coolest brand in rollerblading. And the, naturally they've come up with a really cool collaboration. So we have an image. I mean, it's just, it's an image we pulled off of someone's Instagram. Um, can we show? Yeah. So there's one of the decks, right? There are three decks, uh, so far as I know in the, in the collection and the, uh, the collaboration skates, which have the same logo that, that kind of, uh, Jinko <laughs> tribute logo <laughs> there on the back. Um, but Grant, what's your website? So they can go check out all this product. Weekendbrand.com, WKND brand.com. Yeah, so you can go check out uh, WKNDbrand.com. You can go check out themskates.com. Uh, they both have the full product lines. You can get skateboards from them. You can get rollerblades from Weekend. So just a super sick collaboration. Thank you, uh, Grant, for coming on. We look forward to seeing um, what you do next. Cool. Thanks, yeah, guys. Dude, Grant, seriously, just on behalf of someone that's seen and read the history and been on kind of both sides of blading and skateboarding, it takes these kinds of actions that seem extraordinary or maybe even just meaningful, make sense um, for real change to happen. It's this that starts the Tinder that changes history and culture forever. So thank you for being yeah. the one to, to start it in this day. Yeah, I mean, I just made a skate video with my, uh, my homies. So, uh, it's pretty nice that it can change a lot in another world that we didn't really know much about. Awesome. So, well played, you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Grant. Cool. Thanks, guys. Cool. Legend. That was awesome. That was great. Yeah, legend. Yeah. Well, well okay. So, uh, back to how do you follow that? What do you, and, what do you uh, got? I mean, Jesse, let's are talk you about Blake Cup, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about Blake Cup. Blake Cup was sick, yeah. So the video, the you know the videos, all the, the collaboration was in, introduced basically at Blading Cup, but that's not all that happened at Blading Cup. We had a lot of really exciting drug receipts activity as well. So I guess Joellen, let's go ahead and transition into, uh, let's go ahead and transition into uh, our routine checkup. Boing. We were, we were prepared for, for Grant's intro, right? Yeah, we got the boing. Boing. I love it. It's the best. I love the boing. Um, yeah. I love the boing. All right, so Jesse, you want to get us started? To what, what happened at Blading Cup? Uh, first off, it was sick. And it was a lot of fun. And it was awesome stuff. But what in is, the midst of What all is that, Blading Cup? Let me pull out my notes. Lady Cup 
is a now a quad and inline skating festival that takes place now two times a week and was founded by John Julio. Um, celebrate wow. maybe yeah two times a year. Yeah, yeah. I think you meant. Oh. It's the premier <laughs> blading event, right? On the calendar. That's what it it's is. The, the biggest, biggest skating festival. Yeah, it's the biggest skating festival in the US. It's as Jesse said, it's in line and roll and quad. Um, hasn't always been, but for the last couple of years, it's been in line and quad. And uh, as Jesse said, it used to be an annual event, but now it's expanded. Now they have a spring event and a winter event. So we've just finished the winter event uh, last weekend. It's held here in November. And it's always held in downtown Santa Ana, which for a while was kind of like the the mecca for uh, old school or semi-retired rollerbladers. Uh, I bought a loft <laughs> in Santa Ana. Brian Konoski got a loft in Santa Ana. Randy Spicer got a loft in Santa Ana. John Julio got a loft in Santa Ana. Um, Jess Darenforth got a loft in Santa Ana. We all literally lived in the exact same complex. So it became like a guided you know, community. <laughs> What'd you say? Gated community? Are they in a gated community? Yeah. Like, you know. you, you say that as a joke, but while we were at Randy's, a gate literally was installed while we were there. <laughs> so it is now a gated community. But you know why it's, you know why a gate was installed? So homeless people could, would stop using his corridor as a restroom. People would always shit and piss in front of his unit. So now you have to have, now you have to have a code to get in, into his front. Uh, so area. I missed the yeah. one time where people can shit and piss in his in his uh, exactly. But so that's that's Santa Ana, and so downtown Santa Ana has just been has constantly been developing. A lot of cool people have moved in, like uh, to build like streetwear. There's a uh, a Stussy location there. There's a couple of uh, sneaker shops there. There are like toy collectibles there. Uh, John has his them shop there um, in the downtown area, and they've just installed a trolley that goes from downtown Disney to downtown Santa Ana. So this place is just is bustling. They've got a really cool food court with a lot of, you know, local uh, boutique vendors. It's just, it's the coolest place. And so right there in the middle of all this is where they put the blading cup. They close down the street. They put a street course out literally in the middle of the street. And then they open up an entire parking lot for vendors like us. You know, it's just booth after booth of, of quad skating companies, rollerblading companies, lifestyle companies. Uh, it's just, it's it's a really cool vibe. And so that's why, it's we don't just call it a contest it is really a skating festival um there's exhibitions there's people hanging out there's djs there's music uh it's a really fun event there you go that's yeah, blading badass. there we go <laughs> jesse did you get all that written on your hand like <laughs> that five minute um... review of blading cup what i want to know is if if there was ever a to be a physical drug receipts store if there was ever going to be such a thing, would it be in Santa Ana? Is the question. Is that like the roller? Is that the rollerblading mecca of the states now? Is that it would be the perfect spot? It would be the perfect spot. It'd be really cool. Yeah, baby. Arlo, can you tell us a little bit about the tribute design that you did for this year's um, blading cup? So we we did season. we did a graphic for the spring cup and the spring blading cup graphic. Actually, I think we probably have a, a a slide of this, but the spring blading cup graphic actually had the spring blading cup dates on it. You know, actually said May whatever the dates were, um, and it says spring blading cup. I think so. For this one, we introduced a new one that has a couple of cool additions to it. We've added this 
we've added the later blader uh, speech bubble um, to the cap. Yeah, you kind of see it later blader. There's cap. Uh, that wasn't on the old one, but instead of saying spring blading cup, now it just says Santa Ana, California. So it's kind of uh, it's evergreen. Uh, it it won't date as quickly. All the other the other one's really cool because it's commemorative. And also, if you can see it, this one has a, a black camo pattern, which is also really cool, a cool detail. Um, the original ones we did for the spring, spring cup were solid black. And the, the spring cup um, hoodies were a pullover. This one is a front zip, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Merch store, it's really starting to blow up quickly. We're getting a new product that feels like almost every week. That's, and that's another major difference from the, the spring blading cup and this one. For the spring blading cup, the store didn't exist yet. We weren't up. Mm -hmm. So the only way to get the, the, the merch back then was to be on site or to hope that Nicely would ship you one out of the kindness of his own heart. Um, but these are in the store. So you can go on to, to drx.store right now and you can get that hoodie. You can get the, you can get the shirt um, right now. Or you can in addition you can to all the other store. things. You can go onto drx.store or you can DM nicely done 81 in our Discord and he will organize it for you. He'll send them out. He's our official, unofficial warlord slash merch distribution agent for our product. God, I love this hat. I can't believe I didn't get one. When am I getting one of these hats? Wait, that shirt went all the way out to you and there wasn't a hat. You didn't wait to there get the hat, hat in it? I got the shirts. I've got nearly everything now, which I'm pretty stoked to be. Now I can just rock drug receipts, you know, until wash day. And then I have to put something else on and then boom, another week of drug receipts. So my wife's getting sick of seeing me wearing nothing but drug receipts, but I told her that she's just going to have to get used to it because that's how we roll in my house. I hope you're making sure that she has her own drug receipts gear. She can wear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, she, uh, if she's wearing it, we, we, we do the, the, uh, do you remember when this is only, only Acro is going to get this joke, but we do the Posh and Bex uh, matching thing. Do you remember when Posh and Bex used to wear the same things out in public and it was all really cute? Well, that's us. We do that. So there's Are those Spice Acro. Girls? Posh is a Spice Girl, yeah. And Bex is her football playing boyfriend. Oh, Beckham. And they used to, yeah. David Beckham. David Beckham and, uh, and Victoria Spice. I don't even know her last name, man. She's like Victoria Beckham, I guess. Uh, yeah. Anyway, awesome. we did the punch and right. thing. So we, what do we have? I, we're talking about the Santa Ana drop. Let's, you know, we're all sporting it here in our, you know, our podcast environments, but let's, I think we have some images, Jesse, right? Of people wearing it in the wild, what it looked like out at Blading Cup when people got into this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, Joellen, if you don't mind, can we see the collection spread out? the Santa Ana collection, just to give people like a full, full shipping. Yeah. You have the black tees, the dark camo hoodies featuring a zip up component. So if you want to layer up, you can, if you want to cover up, you can, it's perfect for the autumn season that's coming up. And if you are on the other side in New Zealand, well, you know, you can order it now and get ready for a, what, what it's still cold enough here. It's still cold enough oh, here for okay. a for a zip up hoodie. Uh, it's interesting that these zips are starting to appear in the in the uh, drug receipts wardrobes, right? I wonder if that's going to become a thing. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. You're you're teasing the zipper. Nice. I'm teasing a zipper. Yeah, that's my alpha for today. For today's podcast, you heard it here. There's something in the cap when it comes to zipper. Yeah, laugh laugh if you will. There's there's some real alpha in there for sure. No, there really is. A note about these hoodies. These are you know you know. It's definitely one of those if you know you know things, right? These are midweight hoodies, right? So anyone that got the if you have the travel co hoodie or if you have our spring cup hoodie those are thick hoodies this is not the same weight as those these are these are meant to be like you know evening hoodies or summer uh you know uh summertime hoodies evening hoodies in california yeah or you can layer it in the winter put it put a jacket on over it yeah I'm excited. I wore mine over the weekend and you were right. Arlo was totally built for California weather. It was Mm -hmm. like, it would get like, it was really nice during the daytime. And then right at night as the sun was setting, that's when it got this nice, like little breeze and you put your little sweater on. You're like, good to go. So yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I had fun in San Diego. We did, um, I, look, I don't want to say that drug receipts invented the airdrop, but drug receipts invented the airdrop. Santa Ana. <laughs> um, is that when it went so, down? Tell everybody yeah, what the, so, the airdrop is, Jesse. So, yeah. So there's this film festival that happens during um, during the Blade Cup where they premiere like all the videos where Weekend and them premiered uh, their skit, which if you haven't watched it, please do so. Um, but it was super sick. So everyone's like congregated in this like super tiny space. I'll drop a picture in the discord after I rant, but, um, yeah, I thought it was a prime opportunity to airdrop an invitation for an after party. (laughs) So what I would do is I went, you know, after Blade Cup wrapped, we went back to our hotel room. I went back and I made this like real quick flyer because I was like, it was Saturday night, you know, I was like, how do we get everyone to hang out with us so um i made this flyer 10 o'clock rolls around i head over to the um what do you call it the uh the film festival and then i just get my phone out and i just start airdropping the party invitation to everyone i picked this like bar that was like around the corner and started airdropping the flyer and yeah i kind of spammed everyone at lady cup sorry (laughs) But uh, but it was cool. We had an impromptu party. It was That's sick. a genius idea. That's absolutely. I did genius. get compliments. It I was genius. I mean, it, yeah, it was super effective. Uh, right, I I knew it was working because as I was walking, you know, it, just mingling around at the film festival, everybody said, "Oh, I got the invite to your party." I think somehow it looked like it was coming from me, or maybe just because it was drug receipts. But everybody was saying, "Oh, I got your invite. I got your invite." And then the real compliment to Jesse was that then the rest of the weekend, other people started using kind of the same format, uh, started using the airdrops to try and uh, promote their events. You, but you yeah, know what I love really about this? Something. You know what I love about this is because this whole podcast has been about the beef between skateboarding and rollerblading and, you know, people picking sides and not sure in which, which camp they sit in and for those who are just observing from the outside. But... What Jesse has done is tapped into the culture of this beef and has only invited Apple users to the after party. So Android users, it was a big fat, fuck you. You're not welcome to come to our after party. Only if you've got iOS can you come to this party. It's the new beef. Sorry. Right. 
the new beef, Sorry. rollerblading, skateboarding, that's over. That's done. That's yesterday's news today. Yeah, it's true. The real beef comes You are exacerbating stereotypes, Jesse Supreme. Sorry, no, if you have an idea. Android, you can't come to the party, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I mean, look, whenever a drug receipts drops its app that has everything in it, then you can get notified of when the next party is. There'll probably be like a, a party tab that'll alert you. Hey, you're close by. I can hear Don crying from backstage going, fuck, now I got to build that shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I dropped Alpha or not. I don't know. Or if I dropped another task into ClickUp. Don't know. But um, yeah, 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 you, just, it was cool. you just tripled the dev team's workload for the next few weeks. <laughs> we have a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline guys there's a lot to be excited for so there is there is so the blading the blading cup was a festival that we you know there was a film festival there were the parties but at the center of it all really was a competition uh and to that end drug receipts had a major presence at the event um when all was said and done we outfitted the winner of the Veterans Cup. Also, that was Randy Spicer, also the third place finisher of the Veterans Cup, Abdiel Kohlberg. Um, we outfitted the winner of the pro uh, mini ramp competition, um, Jesus. Uh, actually, I don't know what Jesus's last name is. Maybe it's Barrera. Uh, but, uh, and anyone, if you were just anywhere around the course or the event, I mean, it was just like a sea of drug receipts everywhere. People were decked out in it. Uh, on the strength of the the killer kill team release and the Santa Ana merchandise that we had there, I mean it was just such a big hit. Um, and I think that we have uh, we have a collection of some of the skating, in particular some of the skaters that were wearing um, drug receipts gear while they were while they were skating. So, Joellen, let's go ahead and bring up. Yeah. Oh, oh. Look. So I'm standing there, right? And I'm wearing the drug receipt shirt with the collar cut off, as you do, but this is before, probably right before I cracked my ribs. So I literally uh, broke my ribs or a rib um, at the blading cup. We were skating a little practice grind rail there and, uh, and I just missed and had one of those, you know, one of those fluke, unfortunate things. I just happened to land right on my ribs across the rail. And uh, yeah, so I was kind of out of mission, um, still in quite a bit of pain. Honestly, I just went and got the uh, the x-rays yesterday. Um, so they gave me some pain medication, but you won't see me in the montage that we're about to show you. We have some great skating clips from, uh, from other skaters that were, uh, that were competing and sessioning. And as I mentioned, Randy in particular, uh, Randy Spicer, who is a snuggler. Um, he won a fluff by winning the ping pong tournament at the fluff social at nft nyc he's the um, guy that can do anything right like he's just he can do any, he, yeah he's a great uh table tennis player he's a great fisherman he's a great rollerblader yes he, he's just good was, at everything that he blown does away by this footage that we're about to show when i saw it i'm like this is the veterans level oh, this is crazy yeah. right like yeah. how the fuck are these guys still doing it it's nuts man and and rawlinson makes a cameo appearance in here so we'll see that as well the johnniest uh, all right, yeah, let's see it. 
is to roll it. Roll that footage. that we don't always land the tricks and that sometimes when you miss miss the the consequences are, are pretty severe uh big fall there from randy but that was after that was right at the end of his run i mean you saw him do that disaster over the entire box landing in the the disaster soul grind uh just a completely nuts maneuver and yeah you're right trevor he probably could have competed in the pro event and done pretty well um that that's just how high the level of skating is and it's how incredible randy is so yeah and he looked and great. i saw one of his other moves where he uh i don't know the names of them so you know i'm gonna get <laughs> shot down in the Let's go. No, go for it. but what yeah it's uh, a brilliant uh, grind over the back of the other side yeah. of the box right and then dropped yeah. off the back of it yeah it was really it was cool. pretty sick and he his but whole outfit like was coordinated like for the the kill team drop because he had the orange mm -hmm. beanie it just so happens that the collaboration between them and weekend was based on orange so they were orange skates with the orange beanie and he had the orange accents in his kill team merch. Yeah. Just beautiful. Beautiful. Well, mm -hmm. well, well put together kit there. Checks in the mail, Randy. Thanks brother. <laughs> oh, and yeah. For, so for, see the, for gratitude, see the, Randy, uh, other than yourself, of course, Arlo, is he our other pro team skater? Are we, do we have a crew now? We have a drug receipts. Pro team? It, it's funny. Cause we do have a kill team now. Just mm -hmm. there's, it's a, it's a team without anyone on it, but certainly, yeah, if there ever was a kill team member, it's Randy. He was on the original kill team. He's on the new kill team. Uh, Rand, I mentioned, Trevor, that a bunch of us live used to live in downtown Santa Ana. Well, most of us have moved on or moved away. Randy still lives there. So what that means now is every time there's a blading cup, it means there's about 20 people like scattered across his living room, his kitchen, his, you know, his dining room, just all over where anywhere anyone can be he's got about three air mattresses in there um sleeping bags it's just it is it is hotel randy hotel roadhouse doing push-ups you know what i just sent him i and we do push-ups so i just sent him a care package from via amazon i sent him paper towels toilet paper and soap you know all the things that we all just were wearing out in his house <laughs> just a small sign of gratitude is that your rent <laughs> pretty much pretty much and, and, and all the uh, all the drug receipts gear he can wear yeah oh, maybe there's a thing in that maybe we need to have a, a a team right like we're gonna have to get some skateboarders in there as well now that the bridges have been mended exactly yeah, let's put a pro team together 
Well, I do know that we're taking applications in the Discord. Jesse's going to set up a channel. We're taking nominations. We're taking applications. If you want to be on the kill team, be careful. What you're you're opening up a a whole hornet's nest here. (laughs) We do have interest from the um, snowboarding community to shout out a cash god. I think his cousin or his brother or something is a professional snowboarder, and is interested in some jugger seats gear if i if i uh, understand that correctly so who knows uh metaverse i'll have you know i i I sent the care package of toilet paper and soap on behalf of the 19 other international skaters that were in the house it was it wasn't all me uh it took randy back to the 90s i'm sure it was like this is just like old times when everybody used to sleep on my floor back in the day they're all doing it again. But speaking of t- taking Randy back to the 90s, Jesse, you pointed out something that I think is really cool, and it kind of takes this whole thing full circle, right? We're talking about the future of merch, what we're doing with drug receipts. But there was a really cool uh, homage to the the history of rollerblading in the Weekend X uh, Them video, the skit that they did. And when, you, when they showed the rollerbladers, they showed the whole team there. Um, Alex Brosco, who is you know, probably the best rollerblader in the world. I've always described him as peak rollerblading. Uh, He is just, you know, when you imagine what is possible in rollerblading and what it could look like at its best, uh, it's not just the the technicality and the level of tricks and the craftsmanship, but also the style, um, the way he skates between tricks, Um, just everything about Alex's presentation in skating. It is, it is peak rollerblading. It's rollerblading as good as, as it looks which is one of the reasons why the them and weekend collaboration worked is because if you made a collaboration with rollerbladers, but put something, put a product out there for everyone to see, for all the skateboarders to see and judge, and it wasn't good or credible, then it'd be a, it'd be a joke. It'd be a laughing stock. Alex makes rollerblading look really good. And anyone it's, you know, when people have style, when they're that good, you don't have to understand the sport. You don't have to know the nuances of the sport to get it. You just recognize it. Um, and that's what Alex does for rollerblading. So in the weekend video, the weekend them video, when they show the team, Alex is not wearing them clothing. He's not wearing anything from the them weekend collaboration. What he's wearing is an old school, uh, Senate super S hoodie. Um, and this was like a, you know, a signature iconic piece of uh, apparel that we had back in the day when Brooke and I, in the heyday of our company, which was Senate. Um, and the fact that Alex wore it in this video, it kind of, it kind of just brings it all together, right? It ties the history uh, and legacy of rollerblading and apparel, merchandising and rollerblading, and brings it right into what's happening now with this new uh, resurgence of, you know, of rollerblading and a newfound appreciation um, for the sport. Uh, so let's, let's show that photo that Alex Brosco wearing the Senate hoodie this is from the video. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, you have literally, you know, the best skater in the world thoughtfully wearing the clothing that I think really, um, I don't know if this is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, this set the precedent back in the day for something like what's happening now with them and Weekend to um, to happen. You know, you guys really set the tone, I think, for merchandise and uh, rollerblading and culture. And now it's, you're right, it is completely full circle. And it's, I think it was a very thoughtful move on behalf of the team to, uh, to showcase that. 
How do you feel? If it's interesting, if we had, if we still had Grant, or if I, if I paid better attention in my notes, uh, I would have asked whose idea it was to to put Alex in that sweater because it, it, you're right, it is a kind of uh, kind of a, a interesting move, um, and it it has the appearance of being of being thoughtful. So definitely appreciated. Is there a chance we can bring it back? Bring what back? A Senate drug receipt collab. <laughs> With augmented reality. This is Senate. This is Senate 2.0. We don't need to bring up the past. We're in the future, baby. Haven't you seen this shit come to life? Yeah. So Jesse, but we, you know, all, all of our work, all of my work is self-referential. There, a lot of it is derivative from influences from our past. So yeah, there's, there's no question that Senate will continue to be an, an inspiration for the work that we do. And yeah, what that will look like in the future remains to be seen, but I would say that nothing is off the table um, with drug receipts, right? We, we, we follow wherever the inspiration takes us. There you have it. This is so exciting. I think there's going to be a, uh, a clip made of that tribute to, uh, to Alex there from, from Arlo. I think that we need to make that into a little clip and send it his way. It was a nice we definitely need to make clips. I see that Jan Welch is in here. That's cool. I've, I've never seen him uh, in one of these podcasts. Hello, Jan, another great uh, uh, content creator in rollerblading. Um, okay, so guys, I think that we are wrapping up. Is that right? That's about I right. I think so. We did we, did we miss any so. videos that we intended to show? I think we got it all. We've got yeah, one, I but I think it. that that's... That's the actual wrap-up video that's to play. Um, exactly. So, guys, everything that we're talking about here, uh, one major difference, right, of getting the drugstore up and online is a game changer, right? It makes all the things that we talk about, it gives anyone access to drug receipts at any time. Uh, there are no barriers to entry. And we, you know, there are there are layers and levels of participation in drug receipts, right? Uh, leading all the way up to, you know, um, token ownership, right? We want people Genesis holders, uh, yeah. Genesis holders, right? We want people um, in the project. We want people in the Discord. We want people engaged. But we want anyone who wants to support drug receipts, who wants to support the the values, the ideals of art and subversion, science and skepticism community and sport, we want them to be able to wear it proudly. And now anyone can. Um, so drx.store gives you access to receipts, merch. Uh, are continuing to innovate. There are layers of uh, participation and access through the store. If you have a drug receipts Genesis token, if you own a drug receipts NFT, it gives you access to special pricing in the drugstore. Um, but if you don't have an NFT, there's no reason, there are no barriers to getting drug receipts merch right now. You can go to drx.store and you can pick out a shirt just like this one. Well, almost like this one. If you want it cut out like that, you'll have to figure it out or uh, find me at the next event and I'll cut it up for you a little bit. Um, but drx.store, it's all available right now. And you, you know, you can download the filters with Snapchat. It's You'll see the augmented reality just like we previewed on here. It is so exciting and mind-blowing. Um, when we were out there at the event, people's minds literally were blown 
um, seeing it come to life. Uh, it's just, we are doing exciting stuff right now and it is an exciting time for drug receipts. Um, it's, it's not only um, in, in the blading community either, like, you know, since we've been able to get merch into people's hands, which has only happened in the last few weeks, really. I mean, of course, some of it goes back a little further than that, but it's actually starting to permeate now and people are actually starting to get their hands on this merch. And I just get nonstop feedback from people inside of the NFT Web3 space just talking about how our merch is light years ahead of everybody else. And it's not just people that are, that are familiar with our brand. These are people who have never heard of us before. And when we put what we're producing up against the biggest names in the industry, ours is still ahead of the pack. So this is something that is super exciting and we're only just getting started. We've literally, what, three drops into our, what will become a long and sustainable brand. So I can't wait to share with everybody, can't wait to see what everybody thinks of the next one that's coming that we already are fully aware of, and the ones that we're we're working on now uh, that are that are scheduled up. It's going to be a massive year, 2023 for the drug receipts brand. It's going to be fucking impressive, uh, and we look forward to warping the minds of people, whether they're in Web three, whether they're a blader, or a skateboarder, or just some regular dude on the bus. We are going to fuck your head up properly with wearables that change everything and merge this crazy metaverse augmented reality business with just the normal regular everyday person and uh yeah it's gonna be sick and thank you to all of those snugglers that are out there that are helping us make this happen let's fucking go (laughs) great and jesse said let's go and that is part of my drinking game rules we have to drink Let's go. So guys, the we're about to wrap up, but the conversation keeps going on Discord. If you're not in our Discord, get in there, join us. Uh, it's where you can always engage with the drug snugglers. You can find out the latest goings on in drug receipts, and there's always great conversation in there. Um, uh, come on in. The water's fine. Everybody's really nice in there. Uh, follow us on our socials at Drug Receipts on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, subscribe to our channel if you're not subscribed already. Uh, we've got a lot of great content that we put out on YouTube and we'll get some clips out to you on our socials. So make sure you're following our socials. Uh, and if you're interested in merch, visit drx.store and you can pick some up today. Uh, get thanks. Get the OG yep. stuff. All of it's limited runs as well. We're not going to keep producing this stuff. So if, if you miss out, you're going to be looking like Jesse is at that Senate hoodie going, oh, can I? Can I? And the answer will be no. You missed out. I really want it. I'm so sad. <laughs> Everything and on resale for like old Senate gear is like $400, $500, $800. Like it's ridiculous. There's yeah. a lot of bootlegs. Is your mom there, watching yeah. Arlo? Vicky, do you have any? Do you have any oh, Senate? No, she, like green Senate she did have a lot, but uh, it, it all got scooped up at an estate sale when she moved, unfortunately. Um, Thanks, everybody. Th- big thanks to our special guest, uh, Grant Yasura, for coming on. That was really cool and really Legend. special. Loved having Legend. him on. Yeah. Um, Jesse, Trevor, great job. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to our producers and everybody backstage, Acro, uh, Dawn, um, Joellen, and especially thanks to all of you drug snugglers and everyone who tuned in tonight. Um, it's been a fun one. We'll see you in the Discord. And until next time, we will snug you all later. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.